want to like be incognito about their alcoholism. I don't know. <laughs> because every Hallmark movie is the exact same movie with a different cast. Okay. God, why, you should not laugh at that. Do not be proud. No one laughs. No one should be encouraging this. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our May TBR life chat. I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. Um... I've had so much going on this month, and, oh, like... You're getting, like, ready... Or this past month, I guess. You're doing your pre-pre-pre-pre-prepping <laughs> for your wedding. I'm not even pre-pre-prepping. I am almost done. Or you've hit that stopping point where you can't go any further. Yeah, like, obviously, like, now it's time for deposits and stuff, but, like, all mm-hmm. of the decisions, other than just a couple little things here and there, have mm-hmm. been made. Um... Oh, gosh, because I don't even think I asked you about flower arrangements yet. Yeah, that hasn't been decided yet. Okay. Um, a lot of... So, I actually have a florist in mind if I decide to go with real flowers. Mm. I just don't know if I do. I don't like flowers. I couldn't do flowers because of my allergies. Yeah. And honestly, I loved how my bouquets turned out with my with the fake ones that we had. I thought they were beautiful. You know, it, I basically got almost exactly what I would have gotten at florist yeah but paid one third of the price exactly so i mean right now i'm stuck between two things Mm -hmm. originally i actually did want real flowers and not because i like flowers i still hate flowers but when i was working at the nursing home Mm -hmm. this couple got married and then they donated all their wedding flowers to the women in the nursing home and i love that idea yeah so i called compass park where i used to work and i asked them if that was an option to do that and they said by the time of my wedding it might be but right now no because Mm -hmm. they are not allowing anyone to bring anything in from the outside that isn't already approved like groceries Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that they know is so Mm -hmm. like we couldn't come in and donate them we definitely couldn't see them or take pictures with them or do any type of visitation whatever so Mm -hmm. i just feel like they would be wasted and they don't have a long shelf life and I know a couple of my bridesmaids have already talked about getting, like, the silk flowers or getting the, you know, just the fake flowers. Mm-hmm. And that way they can design their own bouquets and keep them. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of like that. Only mm-hmm. because all my bridesmaids are also going to get to wear whatever dress they want. That's which true. me and you have already talked about, obviously. Because if mm-hmm. y'all didn't know, Ashley's definitely a bridesmaid. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, even though it's all going to be the same color, you guys can wear whatever dress you want. So I was kind of thinking of maybe doing the same thing with flowers, but that's not something I have planned yet. Yeah. As long as everybody, like, has the same colors. Yeah, I don't want, like, one person to have blue flowers and one person to have pink flowers or anything. Like, it still needs to be somewhat uniform. Right. But. I don't know. I I really like calla lilies. I think with my bouquet, I would love to do something that looks like calla lilies. Like a draped calla lily, the one that kind of, like, cascades down. Okay. You want a waterfall. Yes. I think. I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, I know. I'm copying you. I'm. You've copied me on a lot of shit. Hey, my (laughs) wedding is very not you. Okay, my wedding is definitely me. But the calla lilies are. Yeah, they were you. Uh, 
But, I mean, we've got a bunch of other stuff figured out. We we haven't solidified the photographer, but we think we know who we want to go with. I think you should test the waters and then see. I mean, I don't know. Brittany is phenomenal. I loved her. I wish. I I liked her. I I do. And I think that she's worth every dime. I really do. I I say that so fiercely. But our wedding is getting very expensive. And we have to kind of figure out where we're cutting it. Is it still the same amount that I told you? Or did she raise prices? No, it's still the same amount that you told me. But unfortunately, we are literally right at our budget right now without a photographer. Mm. So luckily parents and grandparents and stuff have started pitching in so it's going to lower it a little bit but until i know for sure what some other people are going to be contributing Mm -hmm. i can't i can't get her now Mm. if they end up contributing more than i'm expecting them to contribute you best believe that she's my first call again hey are you still free like if i mean honestly that's i loved your photos well yeah she took amazing quality photos but she was so she was a good handler and by what i mean by a good handler is my husband is not fan he's not a fan of taking photos he hates it he if he could get out of it he totally would the only reason he said he would allow himself to be photoed was because it was our wedding day and that was it yeah now add on top that the girl that we found um to do the photos her and david hit it off immensely yeah and it was so crazy because... I mean, she even got him to look good in the engagement photos. Yeah. Like... No, she she was with him almost every step of the way. And their chemistry was phenomenal. Like, she, me and her, she was just like, you're fine. I know you'll be fine. Him, on the other hand, not so sure. So even though she's the main photographer and her husband is the backup photographer, mm-hmm. she actually put her she was the one that actually was almost with every step of the way with my husband yeah photo wise and her her husband came and photo photographed me yeah more than she did which i was fine with that's you know they all turned out gorgeous yeah um the ones just by myself but like for like for her to under to understand and realize hey okay the groom is not comfortable with being photographed being photo photographed photographed (laughs) i really should put my expertise there yeah the bride is okay she can handle herself my husband will be able to make the shots that we need and it's it just turned out so great and Mm -hmm. i would love to use her so like i said depending on what people contribute hopefully i can do that but so Mm -hmm. the photographer is not solidified but i've got right now i've got my venue Mm -hmm. obviously my date Mm -hmm. um my dress my bridal party plus their outfits figured out our honeymoon spot figured out our Mm -hmm. themes figured out um our venue already comes with a caterer and alcohol so i don't have to worry about getting either of those services um i had to pick it still but um i actually have a list ready for that that i think i have figured out already too good Um, and then my mom got me a dj um so really i just need cake Mm -hmm. photographer nailed down yep flowers invitations yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I have an idea of what I want, but it's expensive, so I think maybe I might have to settle on my invitations. So, our theme is all cinema theme. Mm-hmm. 
So Ryan's last name is Star. So we're doing lights, camera, wedding, a star-studded attraction. No, I like <laughs> and that. And it's red carpet themed, like award show, cinema type theme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I found these amazing invitations online, okay. and they're like little movie ticket, event ticket things um and it's like an invite to the wedding and then the rsvp card is like one of those little tear-off pieces at the end like you would have on a regular concert ticket or something Mm -hmm. and it's so cute and it's exactly on theme but Mm -hmm. each ticket that you buy is like three dollars and when we're inviting 200 people how much did they say it's three dollars per ticket like because they're all handmade yeah and so that doesn't seem nuts. that doesn't seem like that much, but when you're that's sending $3, out two hundred, no, it's six hundred. It's six hundred dollars. Oh god! <laughs> it's just it's three dollars a ticket. Yeah, we're not sending out a thousand invitations. That's whew. But um, you know, I can find something, and I can I can design something different and have it done through like Shutterfly for like a dollar fifteen. I bet you could probably do the same thing, and if we just perforate the edge, yeah, it'd so probably just be just as fine. There's and, some and you have, finagling I have you to do. have somebody that is really really crafty that you know that would probably oh, love <laughs> to probably stick her nose in stuff. <laughs> well, you just you send her my way then. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure she would be more than happy to help a girl out if you asked nicely. I might. I'll think about how to ask nicely. I don't feel like being nice right now. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. (laughs) You do you, Sissy. You do you. So I've done a lot of wedding planning. You've hit that point really early on, like I did, where I was just like, okay, I guess we're just going to save money and try to figure out some other details later on. It's just been so easy and so fun because, like, Ryan actually wanted to help. Like, mm-hmm. so I've had help from the from the beginning. He's told me what he wants, what he doesn't want, mm-hmm. what his ideas are, and mm-hmm. his his opinions on this and that. And mm-hmm. I, I love... It's been fun. Good. So that's why everything got done so quickly. It's yep. just kind of, Okay, guys, like we've said in every episode for the past, what, four episodes now, mm-hmm. you know... XYZ is not a requirement, but fun is. So, mm-hmm. like, planning out your wedding in a month is not a requirement, but having fun is. And so it just happened that most of my wedding got planned out in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's super fun. Um, the craziest part, though, is that we have we have 11 people on each side of our bridal party. <laughs> we have 22 people in our bridal party, plus me and him. That's 24. We have two dozen people in our, yeah. So I'm making a face. I know. I know. And I know that's a lot, but like that was narrowed down a lot. <laughs> I know. We had so we had so many conversations where I literally had to just be the mean cop and be like, "No. You can't do this." His original count was 17. No. And then my count that I wanted was 7. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of met in the middle. <laughs> no. And so when I went to see the venue, he was like, well, we'll have to finagle spots and we'll kind of have to do this for like how we stand during the ceremony. And then for the head table or whatever, we'll have to do like this U-shaped thing. And like, it's still going to be really cute. But he was like, I just, I got to check my measurements and make sure we can actually do it. (laughs) I've never, I never thought I would run into that where that would be my problem. Okay. I love you, but I hate 
I hate having head tables. Like, I really, really did not want to have um, me and, like, at my wedding, the the wedding party table. Yeah. I didn't want that. Yeah. I just wanted it to be a sweetheart table, just me and him, and let you all just sit with your That's kind couples. of what ended up happening anyway. Like, we sat there for the actual, like, meal portion of it. Yeah. And, like, speeches or whatever. And you never and then, sit there again. And then after that, we never sat back down. Well, see, and that here's the... And that's what I... I'm I'm sort of thinking along the same lines as you are, where it's like not worth it. okay, yeah, we have a head table, and there are several people in our bridal party who, on both sides, are dating each other or mm-hmm. married to each other or engaged to each other, whatever. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people would be able to sit with each other at our head table, but there's a lot of people that aren't. Like Sierra, mm-hmm. maid of honor, I know she's gonna want to sit with her fiance and her son. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm really thinking... Of Abby's going to want to sit with her husband. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm really thinking want, of not, not doing that. I'm going to sit with that. my husband. No, joking. But, <laughs> the thing is, is so we're getting married at a big theater. Um, it's called Fountain Square Theater, downtown in Indy. Mm-hmm. And... It actually has a stage, so the head table during the reception is actually on the stage. And I don't want just one sweetheart table... Up there. Up there by myself. I don't like attention. You guys know this. I know it's my wedding, but I don't like attention. And I don't... I don't want to do that. So, I, I'm trying to think of something else. Like, what if you did, What like, if we put the DJ on the stage? Or what yeah. if we put the Where's photo the booth on the other floor? side of the stage? It's right in front of the stage. So, like, okay. yeah. it's. What if you did, um, instead of just, like, long tables up there, what if you did, like, circular tables where you'd have, like, say, like, this is the stage. You'd have you guys kind of, like, right here. And you would have you... Star, uh, Sierra, and whoever his best man is have that table. And then you could have another table with some more people and another table. Ooh, so just do round, pa- round tables instead of, ooh, I like that so much better. I'll have mm-hmm. to email Brian about that. And then that. you could even lift up the family. Like the, mo- the moms yeah. could have their own table, like up here. I, I love this. Okay, I'm going to email Brian. And then all this. your guests would technically be down on the floor yeah. around the dance floor. I really, really I like think that. that would be better off because then you're not the still... You guys are still going to be the center of the tension. Your table's going to be right there in the But front. we're not going to be by ourselves. Right, but you're not going to be by yourself. And I think most round tables um, comfortably sit about six. They have, they have big and small. Their big ones seat ten. Mm. Um, it will anywhere between eight and 10. I like think I'd like to keep one. it eight. And then their small one is five to seven. So you could do, I think small tables would probably work best. Yeah. If you did some, a small table, you, Ryan, you're both your, um, your maid of honor and the best man. That'd be four. Plus their couple people there. Because, and then yeah. plus whoever like they'll have as like their spouse of some yeah. sorts. You'll let them sit there with you guys, and then you can have tables in the back. Like, you could do two big tables in the back then. Yeah. And have the rest of the wedding party. I like this. And then maybe a parent's table as well. Welcome to Wine and Dine, where we're planning my (laughs) wedding for everyone to listen to. I hope this is what you came for. (laughs) I mean, I feel like... I, I. I don't know. I'm just that, excited. That's literally been my stop. role as a bridesmaid is like giving weird tidbits of like 
ooh, have you thought about X? See, but I have you thought about this? (laughs) If you guys have any other suggestions or like really cool things that you guys did with your wedding, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever, or if you're in the indie area and you know of, uh, you know, more florists or cake Mm -hmm. people or Mm -hmm. whatever that I still need, um, yeah, just hit us up because that would be that would be fun. I'll plan my wedding with you. Yeah. You might get an invite if it's a good enough and you know, if yeah. it's good enough recommendation. So is that all you did in April? Um there has to be more stuff no. that you did. I, I definitely didn't do as much reading. I read our I read our book. Mm-hmm. Um I read lore. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm just kinda trying to get used to my work schedule. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I finally have it solidified. They told me I started working there mid February and they told me it's gonna take you like three months to finally get used to it. Get the groove. And I really finally have like I, so I have, um, a mm-hmm. calendar in my phone. I also have yep. a calendar in my email and I also have a calendar that's paper. <laughs> I 1000% prefer my paper calendar. It's like right in front of me and I yeah. can see everything. Um, oh, what's it called? It's not an Erin Condren. It's Happy Planner. Happy Planner. I have a Happy Planner and I love it. It does make me happy. Um, and I've highlighted all the days that Ryan works mm-hmm. and when he doesn't. So that way me mm-hmm. and him can like go to the gym and hang out more. I don't make evening meetings on those days, whatever. Yeah. And, um, so I'm finally getting the hold of it yeah. and getting my own schedule down. And it is mm-hmm. so great. Like last week on Wednesday and Thursday, I literally didn't start my work day until 1030. Cause I just didn't I have to, you. I didn't have to, I got to sleep in. I woke up at eight 30, both of those mornings and I watched some YouTube and I drank some coffee and I just slowly got my day going I and so much. I know, but then on, <laughs> on Tuesday and Friday I had meetings, 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 me- you know, yeah, so like yeah. there's a give and take, but yeah, I feel like, cause that's kind of what they said at my job too. They're like, well, you're going to be in training and that's going to be your steady, you know, eight hour shift you know, eight to five, no crazies right there. They said, however, when you're done with training, you're going to get your, technically your eight hour shift set. Like, oh, you're going to work from eight to five or you'll Mm -hmm. work nine to six or you'll work 10 to seven. Um, But then on top of that, they said, then we'll have you in your mandatory OT rotation. So my company right now requires all graduated, um, agents to work mandatory overtime and right now what they're doing is they're doing a rotational schedule and whatever group you're in that you are assigned a week and that is the week that you will work your overtime and when I in the this is not just like oh you'll work an additional two to three no they want you to work like 12 hour shifts yeah and eight crazy eight hour shift additional like time onto your eight hour shifts um, they want you to do, right now, they used to, where you would only have to do six hours on the weekends. Now they want you to do eight hours on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. So I have to, they're like, it'll take you about a month and a half, almost, it, to get yeah. ready for, to get the feel of that. And then they're like, um, and then after that, it's it's pretty much like riding a bike. But that week that I'm gonna have that 12 the three 12-hour stints, I'm going to be dead. Yep. But that paycheck is going to look so good. Exactly, right? Um, so, like, while I work, since I work from home most days, yeah. I've been really into, um, I got Discovery Plus. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, I've heard many uh, 
subscriptions that I should have, but don't. Yes. So, literally, it, I feel like it's just a running joke on this podcast now because I think, like, the last five or six episodes, mm-hmm. Ashley has made a comment about how I have not logged her back into my stuff. Now, no. I want to log. It's, it's not that I'm refusing to We We have to do that it. on the list. Before she leaves for today, she has to log me log. in. In to, to Hulu stuffs, just Hulu. That's all I really need is Hulu because. Um, well, you can also have my Discovery Plus because it's super okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll take um, your Discovery Plus too. So Discovery Plus is a collaboration mm-hmm. of all sorts of different channels. So they have HGTV, History Channel, TLC, nice. um, National Geographic. Okay. Oh wait, no, National Geographic on Disney. Yeah, no. and I I'm, um, I'm hooked on that. Uh, ID. That's the Ooh. other one. Um, so you get all, like, the true crime stuff or whatever. The stuff it's, I don't watch. Cool. Okay, but, like, there's also TLC, so you can watch, like, all of the weird, like, My 600-Pound Life when you want to, nope. Dr. Pimple Popper, whatever. Nope. And then they also have um, all the HGTV shows. Magnolia Network is on there right now. That's Ooh. the one that Chip and Joe Gaines from Fixer Upper okay. did by themselves. And okay. so they have, like, oh, Food Network's on there. Yeah. Co- and Cooking Channel is on there. So there's all sorts of different things. Anyway, you can stream basically every show ever made <laughs> on any of those channels. Yeah. And it's fantastic. So that's been going on in my background right now. Like Dad says I need to get paramedic. Paramount because Paramount has um oh god what is it CBS CBS and yeah because I I signed up for CBS All Access at one point if you have CBS All Access you already have Paramount Plus you should be able to use the same login um but I got rid of that because I never used it yeah um Paramount Plus has Time Warner Classics oh you would love that and I would love that so I could literally stop having to hound David to unattach something to the tv and reattach the uh the dvd player so i could watch all your old movies movies. so we'll get you logged in i put it real big (laughs) and i've underlined it a bunch but if you guys need something like Mm -hmm. if you also work from home or if you're doing a cleaning day and you just need good shows to put on the background honestly discovery plus i Mm -hmm. cannot recommend that enough because that Mm -hmm. has been my jam while i've been working i think the only thing that i've like been itching to like continue to watch is um i want to finish out season one of the prodigal son Mm -hmm. want to finish that and i want to get through season one of cat or just call me cat i guess is what it's called yeah, so you um you know the Sheldon's girlfriend off of the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. She got her own sitcom, like her own TV show, um, where she owns she's a divorce I think she's a divorcee. Okay. Um uh, or no, not a divorcee. She's just single and she owns a cat cafe and lives above the cat cafe and it's her kinda like going it's like a slice of life. Okay. But she consistently breaks the fourth wall and like will talk to the audience. I get that. Uh, I just I love her humor. I like that so a lot. much. What's it on? on Hulu. It's no, on I'm, HBO, I think. HBO. Okay, I was gonna say which network was it on i think but. it was because you got the hbo yeah. edition um that came on with that and i i love it because you know the little old man that's gay he he was really he became really big during pandemic oh yes i do leslie mm-hmm. leslie something he's he is um the pastry chef oh that's amazing I at love her him. cafe yeah i like leslie jordan sorry i couldn't think of his name but yeah i just love him He's so cute. I love him very much. But no, that's like the two HBO shows 
that I'm kind of like craving to get back on. I thought I'd want to watch uh, Miss America some more, but I, I don't know. That one just didn't hit. It's not calling to you. It didn't hit right. Like for me loving the women's movement in the 1950s and 60s, that one just isn't hitting it. But you know what did hit it for me? What? TV show wise. What? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So. Go ahead and crucify me. No, oh, no. I watched two episodes, or three episodes, uh-huh. and I legitimately, and I know it's supposed to, I legitimately mm-hmm. hate the new Captain America so much that I stopped watching it. Well, I hate, good, because I hate the new guy, not... and everybody says that he's awful, and that's the whole point of the show, Yeah, and I I can't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Watching him get, get beat up mm-hmm. um, by the... Oh, I by I'm, Bucky? No, by the Wakanda people. I know that's a bad. I don't know what they're. I think it's called the Maralage, but I think I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, so like, I didn't want to say it and mispronounce it. But like the elite warrior Ma- says, Maralage. It's like there's a D in there. They have yeah. to pronounce. Um. So yeah, watching him get beat up by them and then cry about it was probably my favorite. That part was of a those good moment in life where I'm just like, she just walks in there and be like, here's your toy back. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. So it's, uh, every time he's like, oh, do you know who I am? I'm Captain America. No, you're, shut up. I mean, he, he becomes uh, the U.S. agent, which if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, please go onto YouTube and check out Comic Books Explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a real great job of breaking down the characters that you come in contact with during Falcon and Winter Soldier, because um, Rob Core is the best core. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I would recommend, if you want backstory that's actually true to what is was written for them... That's a great thing. They they talk about um, red, red, white, and black, I think is the name of the comic book. Um, and that talks about um, black Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying. I'm trying to be good about like. But, but that's also the name of the comic. That, it's literally yeah. red, white, and black. Yeah. So, um, and that talks about all kinds of things. But I, I so recommend these series like i loved wanda vision oh, i loved WandaVision. i loved um falcon and winter soldier and there's been talk that um there's gonna possibly be a second season to falcon and winter soldier which is gonna be captain america and the winter soldier because you know yeah it follows true to the comic books and i don't want to spoil anything for the people who haven't seen it but please go uh, enjoy, enjoy. I will eventually finish watching it. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. And then the other thing that I watched um, in April was The Way of the House Husband on Netflix. Is it good? I keep wanting to watch I added it to my list and I asked Taylor to watch it with me and we just haven't been able to sit down and watch it yet. So, Please tell me it's amazing. Okay, the comedy is great. The, just the story, it's a slice of life. So let's keep that in mind when you watch it, guys. A lot of negativity, unfortunately, that is coming from this adaptation is that they are doing what is called a comic book slidings. So instead of it being what we are now know as like anime where it's it's digitized, like that the people walk across the screen, the screen and things like that. No, this is literally panels moving with overview. I like that. Okay. It, 
it's it is, different. It's different. It's not something that is common in today's anime mm -hmm. world, which is that is why it's making a lot of people, you know, eh. be turned off by this yeah. because it's not. It's still clean. It's still amazing. The voice acting is phenomenal. Both the Japanese voice actors and the American so voice actors. So it's already actors, dubbed as well? Yes. Okay. Are phenomenal. It's just some people will get turned off by the styling yeah. of it. So it, it will take... I, I It took me a, two episodes. And the episodes have four story arcs per episode because it's kind of like the manga you know when yeah. you, you get a manga you all have like four stories in yes. that one arc that's exactly how netflix did it i like that because i was actually at so we as a group as a team on my for my job we all mm -hmm. meet up in the greenfield area and so last time we met up at the hancock county public library mm -hmm. very front section it's as you walk library, in by the way too yes but the very front section as you walk in is a huge table of anime. And right in the center, in the place of pristine, mm -hmm. just raised up on a pedestal, <laughs> the way of the house husband. It, it's and I really saw it good. looks so good. It, it's really good. I've been, uh, from what I have gathered also via the internet, the manga is phenomenal as well. I haven't picked up the manga, to be honest, but I mean... I hear it's good. I'll think I about liked it. it. I would recommend if you like us. If you want a slice of life that has a witty underbelly, yeah, smart move. Yes, very good, very good. Speaking of things we might read, oh, you, no. you guys know that I'm not setting goals this time. Oh, we're going right into TBRs. Okay. Cool. I feel like that. I mean, we started talking about house husband. Unless you yeah. have more things you want to watch. I was just gonna say I bought a Kate Spade purse and I love it. Oh my god. Okay, we do need to talk <laughs> about that because it is so perfect and so cute and i was there when she bought it mm -hmm. and it was like everything clicked like that was the <sighs> weirdest e explanation of that like it we had gone so to a few different stores prior to going into the mm -hmm. kate spade outlet and like we went into the kate spade outlet and i just feel like everything we saw was totally our styles yeah and i was just like where was this all this time like what the heck it is beautiful, yeah. and she got, like, the perfect little, keychain. you know, keychain accessory. Yeah. And... It was cutesies. That was for sure. I'm so happy that you yeah. finally got that. You deserve that for a long time. I know. I've saved so hard for something nice like that. And then I also got a new bookshelf. I know. Case. Did you guys check that out on her Instagram? If you have not, you definitely need to be <laughs> following her. Um, uh, that was done by Electric Queen. Um Definitely go check out her Instagram as well. She does pieces. Um, so if you have um, like a piece of furniture that uh, you, you know, might have gotten from like a garage sale or something and you're not sure what to do with it or you want it to be kind of like revamped, um, she'll do that. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she does custom works all the time. Yeah, she had a huge sale um, a few weeks ago. Unfortunately. And you can find her on Instagram where? Electric Queen. All right. There you go. Yeah. And if you, and if you, um, if you are on, if you're following me on Instagram, you can go to that Instagram and I did link her. It's this really cool, like, white bookshelf. You mm -hmm. guys will see it on the page. It's yeah. fantastic. I, I really like it. It's <laughs> when I say it's really cool, I mean it is really it's cool. It's hard to find corner anything. Yeah. Shelving units. 
And she just happened to have this in her stock. She she was just like, oh, I have this. You know, is this something that you are thinking about or might want? Because um, yes. I've gotten pieces from her before. Yeah. My headboard I got from her. So, yeah. It just, it flows and fits with my awesome. front living room. And I'm so happy. Because I, I sent her a photo of one of my, or of our coat hooks. Yeah. Which is gray and it's kind of like white, kind of backwashed mm-hmm. and it has that kind of feel to it. And she was able to match it, which That's was kind of awesome. Cool. Yeah. She's, it was really cool. She's a pro. She's a pro. Um, do you want to go ahead then we can jump into TBRs? Sure. Okay. Um, so you all know that I'm not setting goals because I'm very bad at that. And when I set a goal, I feel like I have to read it and then it becomes less fun for me. And we all remember that reading is not a requirement on this podcast, but fun is. So Mm -hmm. if I feel like I have to do it and it's less fun, I don't want that. So I have a couple on my TBR shelf. Should I choose to pick it up? Okay. Let's hear it. All three of them Mm -hmm. are now going to be, or already are, or no, two of them already are, or are going to be TV adaptations. Oh. So, on my TBR, I have had Discovery of Witches on there forever. Okay. It's literally the first book on my bookshelf. I've (laughs) wanted to read it for so long. Okay. And it already has its own adaptation, and I want to say that they're going into season two. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to read that because I'm like I'm really big about usually mm-hmm. reading a book before I watch either a TV or a mm-hmm, movie adaptation mm-hmm. of something. So I'm thinking about starting with that. But Ryan is super excited for Shadow and Bone to come out. It's already come out. It came out the mm-hmm. end of April. We just haven't started April it yet. April 23rd. It went live. And we haven't watched it yet. But I'm trying to decide, do do I want to read the book before I do it? I really, really, I have it. I have the. I know, I have it too. I just, I don't know if I want to get into the Grecian world because you have three core books Mm -hmm. and then you have um, Crooked Kingdom, Mm -hmm. Six of Crows, and those are all prequels. Yep. And then you have like two, not spinoffs, but like, um, like novellas or no they're full books but they're like they're following like a, a di- like a side set of people yes so sort of like a spinoff kind of like a of. spinoff um companion novels yes and there's two companion no- i i gotta give it to lee bardugo like girl she got the props on that one but like that's such a huge you have to read all those books i know so that's why I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just watch the show, which like goes against everything that I have ever been as a person. But Ryan's just super into it. So we just finished our other shows. We just so finished Your Honor so and we just fin- He saw the trailer for it and he was like, this looks amazing. And like... I'll be interested then to see how he feels about it then. So it's either going to be one of those two or... I've got Blood and Honey sitting right next to my bed. You haven't just touched it waiting, yet? <gasps> just waiting to be read. What? And it's so beautiful. And if you guys don't recognize the name of that book, that is the sequel to Serpent and Dove that we mm. did, what, January? Mm-hmm. And I have just had it sitting there for like three months now, and I need to read it. But, like I said, I really want to start Discovery of Witches, and I know I'm already starting Shadow and Bone, so it's like which ones do I pick? Those are hefty books. They're all hefty boys, but you you know me, and when mm-hmm. I actually set aside time to do that, mm-hmm. 
I can fly through some stuff. Yeah. I think maybe do the Discovery of Witches. I heard that one isn't a slow burn. I do know the Shadow and Bones by Lee Bardugo. It can, it, she'll start slow. Yeah. But you got to think, she's building a world that has three, six books yep. in it. So like, minimum. Minimum. Minimum of six She's books. continuously writing on that series. And like... I I don't know, man. So I have options. I don't know exactly what I'll go with or if I'll go with anything other than our May book. Yeah. But if I do, those are the three that are set out right next to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like such an adult in my room now. Oh. Can so you still see the carpet? You can see the carpet even more. Okay. okay. So my mom's... <laughs> we might have to tell them why I always ask Oh my you god, that. look... I'm, I, I switch between like possible hoarder status on a regular basis. Okay. So it's, it's not great, but my mom's, mm-hmm. um, surprised me with a new bed frame and it is a big girl adult bed frame. It's got a leather backed, um, headboard on it and mm-hmm. everything like with the little, what do you call it? They're like little squares. And in the middle there's like jewels. It's like a. Quilted know, pattern? Sort of, yeah, on the on the thing. So it's like mm-hmm. this uh, dark gray mm-hmm. kind of quilted pattern on the headboard. It's so cool. And, like, you saw my bed before where it's like this no. wooden platform bed and then I've got two... Um, I don't even... I don't think I've ever seen your bed. Oh. Well, it's very high up. I have a 13-inch memory foam mattress, so it's already mm-hmm. that big. Mm-hmm. And then I had... Um, I don't remember what they're called. They're the things that you put underneath your mattress. You mean your box springs? Box spring, thank you. Um, but I have a California King, so I just have mm. two twin XL box yep. springs underneath it. And then I have a platform on underneath that. So my bed is very high up. Yikes. Um, Sam is getting older, and even though he's a big boy, I know he's going to be six. Do you know that? I remember when he was a baby. Be sick. He'll be six in Wait, how old the July. Dobby's, like, what? 13? Uh, hold on. Eight. He'll be... Hold on. So we... He was born in 2013. So yeah, he'll be eight. Oh my gosh. He's getting up there in age Yeah. Too. He'll be eight, but not till December, so... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I wanted to get a better bed, and I was asking my mom, you know, hey, would you mind if I put this on your Amazon card? Because it's a lot cheaper for me to just do payments mm-hmm. for the next five months or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, absolutely, not a problem. And then when I went to make my payment, my mom was like, yeah, don't do that. We're just <laughs> buying you the, we're just buying you the bed. <laughs> Aww. I love my mommy. That's so sweet. But so now I've got that set up, and then I have a big black shelf next to my bed now mm-hmm. where I can put, like, my books, and I've got, like, on the top of it, there's a set of candles all stacked up in the corner in, like, a pyramid-type situation, so Looks so you pretty. made some decoring. I, can, I yes, I am adulting, <laughs> and like I got all of my laundry mm-hmm. I, has been getting getting like organized, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I got a bunch of trash and stuff thrown away. Like I am adulting so hardcore. So like next to my bed, on one of my shelves, I have my TBRs like just <laughs> right there, ready to go. That's good. And they're staring at me like yeah. read me. <laughs> so <Yeah>. we'll see. <laughs> Okay. Okay, what are you watching? Or not watching. What are you reading? You mean for the month for of May? May? Yeah. Um, so I only have two books that I have technically said, yes, I am reading 
two. The first one is uh, the sequel to um, Vicious Spirit, or no, something Fox. Wicked Fox. Wicked Fox, thank you. It says right there. I yeah. should have read that. <laughs> Dang, Ashley. You're not on it today. I wonder why. Um, and it's called Vicious Spirits by Cat Cho. And it's kind of just takes place right after the events of Wicked Fox. And kind of goes from there. We're still following Jihon, um, who just lost his grandmother. And Mijon, who just lost her mom. And just kind of like picking up where those two left off. Of course, they're connected via her pearl or her soul, basically, as a um, nine tail. So I just kind of wanted to just finish a series really badly. Yeah. Uh, I just had that itch of like, okay, I just need to do it. I just need to do it. So I have that. I thought cover was different i liked the uh i like the wicked fox i kind of like yeah that was that beautiful like purpley color i mean this is still a beautiful beautiful it's very well done yeah it just (laughs) kind of i don't know if you're comparing the two book covers it's now if this was a standalone Mm -hmm. we didn't know about the first book cover i'd be like wow that's really cool it is yeah i like how you have both the characters again however they kind of made them older, mm-hmm. in a sense, where the other cover made them look younger. Yeah. I don't know. And then, of course, they have the the wolf head in the background symbolizing, you know, the main char- one of the main characters as a wolf. So, there's that. It's not a hefty boy, but it did take me a while to get into Wicked Fox and really kind of play with it. So, let's see. How many pages are in here? Oh, man, look, they give you, like, dictionary and everything. glossary and stuff in the back. Almost 400 pages. Yeah, 393. 393. We'll see. We'll see. I'm pretty good about it. It's a little thick. Yeah. It's a big boy. Kind of big boy, I guess. And then I have our May Book of the Month. Drum roll, please. We will be reading The Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston. Uh, to celebrate May the 4th be with us. <laughs> yeah. So it is a Star Wars standalone novel about Padme Amidala. Um, but like... So I... As like a 14-year-old, right? Like as a young... So here we go. We are brave, your highness. When 14-year-old Padme Nabari wins the election for Queen of Naboo, she takes the nade Amidala and leaves her family behind to rule from the royal palace to the capital of Thebes. At uh, at a time of brewing uncertainty for Naboo and the Galactic Republic, she and her security advisor, Captain Panaki, devises a plan for the queen's safety. The recruitment of multiple handmaidens. These handmaidens will be her aides, confidants, protectors, and even decoys. Each young woman is selected by Panaka for her particular talents, but it is up to Padme to unite them as a group. Different though they may be, the handmaids learn to work together to serve of the one goal they all share, to protect the queen at all costs. 
but when their peaceful world is invaded by the ambitious trade federation, Queen Amidala and her brave handmaidens will face their greatest test for themselves and for each other. So this is a canon prequel love to it. the first movie. I love it. Um, and E.K. John- Johnson has uh, wrote this. Uh, she also wrote the second book in in Padme's um, series. I'm. It doesn't honestly say uh, Queen's Shadow. So that's technically the second book. Yeah. Um, so Queen's Peril is first, then Queen's Shadow. She also wrote a book all about. Um, if I can think of uh, I can't pronounce her name maybe you can uh, Akosa Akosa is that how you say oh Ahsoka Ahsoka thank you yeah so she also wrote a book all about Ahsoka after the Clone Wars that's neat and how um, she got away from Anakin and how she is that's like insane. pretty yeah. much the sole Jedi other than yeah. um, Obi-Wan that's left alive yeah so I don't know. I I just thought that this would be kind of like a fun little sci-fi that we could Which is read. not one we usually no. do. I'm very excited no, for this. No, we don't... We I don't think I've ever picked up a sci-fi in my life. Ever? I mean, I pick up, like, science fiction, but it's like the subgenre I have is always like a dystopian or a utopian. Mm-hmm. So it's like a sub sub-subgenre yes. to... That, I mean, this, if you went up to somebody and go, I'm reading a Star Wars book, they're going to be like, oh, you're reading science fiction. For sure. So I'm really, really excited about this. Plus, I love this cover. Like. It looks really good. I mean, it's even got Natalie Portman on it. Like, they're not trying to hide anything. So good. Like, so, so good. And there's a small part of me that wants to see if I can get this from the library to see if she actually, like, talks as Padme. That would be neat. In in that, I think that would be wicked, but probably I don't think they could pay to get Pat and Natalie Portman to do that, unfortunately. Small segue. So you guys need to see, or tangent, actually. Okay. You guys need to see where my brain goes, because Mm. she said the word wicked in my head. I thought musical. I, okay, (laughs) look, I caught on to this new musical. It's not new. I think it's been around for a little while, but it's the first time I heard about it. It's called Six. Have you ever heard of it? Honey, I was there this time last year. Okay. And singing the whole soundtrack. You already know I'm obsessed. I haven't stopped listening to it. Now, the only one that I don't like is the House of Holbein or whatever. That's a weird song. The House of Holbein. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. But I am because they're making fun of, of how these women are actually picked. But it's so cool because like... In, like you, you get the story of mm-hmm. all the lives. It's mm-hmm. so neat. And so, which ones do you like? Um, I like um, the songs that I like the best are "The Only Thing You Want to Do." Um, oh, really? I like that one. What? I also yes, She's a shitty queen. No, I love it. And then the other one that I like is, um, or I guess that's called "All You Want to Do." But mm-hmm. the other one that I really like is the second. Oh, it's the second Hang wife. On, I'll pull it up. Um, oh, you mean um, Anne Boleyn? It's Anne Boleyn. That's she's yeah. the second one. Yeah, she's but she has a song that's like "Don't Lose Your Head." Yeah, yeah, I love, I just love it. The songs are hilarious. They're so much fun. If you guys haven't listened to it, it's like 
the pop mm-hmm. version of the wives of Henry VIII. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost kind of like a cabaret where mm-hmm. it's not like large cast recordings or anything. It's just each I... of the wives have their songs. And yeah, it was written... It's just called Six the Musical. Yeah. It's it's so good. You can find I found it on Spotify. I was going through a musical kick and like mm-hmm. it popped up on the musical playlist that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know what you are, but um I've downloaded like the whole album. So oh, don't yeah. don't lose your head is definitely my favorite. All you want to do is the next one. Mm-hmm. And then just the intro, six. Like the, the intro uh, number. X Y. Yeah. Um Get Down is also pretty good. Oh yeah. The the one that was only queen for like I think maybe yeah he's year. the one that it's the one She's that he, he got year. there and then she he was like yeah you're not hot I actually don't want to be married to you uh, and yeah. divorce her um it's crazy D- just do yourself a favor if you like musicals at all and go yeah. listen to it because it's, it's my very good. favorite is no way oh god that's so good. I love that one that one always like when I have that circulate that was through. the was it six wife. Fifth no, wife. she's the first wife. That's Aragon's song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what is that, Cath- Catherine? Catherine of Aragon, yeah. yep. <sighs> Get, uh, no, the last one is, um, I Don't Need Your Love. She, oh, uh, God, that one. It's between those two. I love those two. So good, guys. I'm sorry for that tangent, but, like, I really, really need you guys to go listen to that. And if you do and you love it, um, you should definitely tweet at me and we'll talk all about it. <laughs> I just, I love how that song leads into the the ending song. Yep. Like, she basically, like, right at the end, because his last wife, the one that survived, she actually was, vi- like, pretty dang smart yep she wrote books and pamphlets and she 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 says that all in her song she's like you know no one wants to talk about my actual achievements you know because i'm just a wife i i'm just i am fixed as one of six Mm -hmm. and like she was such a radical she was really radical for that time period i love it um no I, i i do i like her a lot and then the you know course the ending is is really good okay yeah sorry unfortunately i don't think it ever came to the states i don't think it did either i think it stayed over in uh london if it ever came over here though you best believe that i would go with you the same people that wrote six also wrote um the heathers which is another musical i've listened to a couple from that i I haven't liked that thing um I don't like that. I don't I've like never that even one. seen Heather's the movie, so I just didn't have a mm-hmm. inkling to go listen to. The it's musical. like Mean Girls. That's Heather's what, is. Yeah, oh. it's like Mean Girls. Well, they also have a Mean Girls musical and I a know. Legally Blonde musical. There's lots of things that I I just I wish I could go see on Broadway that I haven't. I think the last right. thing I saw on Broadway Hold was. On. Can you repeat the last thing I saw okay. on Broadway? I accidentally kicked. So up. I think the last thing. I saw on Broadway was Wicked. Really? When my dad took me to saw Wicked uh, here at the Marat. Oh, okay. that was the so last. Yeah, that was that was really really fun. That was the last um, Broadway musical. And then I took David pre-Corona to. Um, uh, it was just musical recordings of um, Majora's Mask. Oh, I bet he loved that. Oh, yeah, he loved it. He thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, ah, 
if you think that's cool, you should go see it when we, they do the Star Wars, like, yep, in I've the Pepsi that. Coliseum, and you're just like... I've seen Star <sighs> Wars. I've also seen um, Bugs Bunny directs. I don't know if you've ever seen mm, them. No. So, it's just a cartoon, mm-hmm. but they literally have the animation of Bugs Bunny directing mm-hmm. the whole orchestra, and every once in a while, he'll just flat out stop them mm-hmm. and, like, make them start over, or, like, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll like, one of the um, violinists, mm-hmm. like... Um, he was like, come back here or whatever. And he goes backstage and he comes back out and there's a carrot shoved in his mouth. And then he plays the whole song with a carrot in his mouth. And I know it's, it's, but it's meant to be fun and just get the family involved. And it's so much fun. So I've seen something like that. I just like symphony on the prairie in general. Like that kind of stuff is so cool. I've seen the symphony play with a guy that, um, covered all queen songs. That's cool. That was so cool. And he was actually very good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I want concerts in general to come back, please. I was so excited when Mallow Run posted their summer festivals mm-hmm. coming back. Now, of course, they're going to have limited occupancy just because of the way yep. the world is, which means that tickets are going to be stupid impossible now to get for, like, Headbangers Bash and things like that. Yep. But I really would like to go to a few of those. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And that's all through... Up until, like, September. Okay. So, hopefully we'll be able to... We can go to a couple, probably. I bet we can still make that happen. No, we went... We went and saw the, um... The Beatles band. Like, that... Remember, like, two days... That Friday before our... Or that Friday or Thursday before our wedding, we went and saw them. And that was so... That was awesome. Like, I love (laughs) going and seeing, uh stuff like that but then again i'm weird so (laughs) um to kind of wrap up here on our segment i just want to kind of highlight some things that are happening in may because that's always a trend we always like to talk about stuff that well now that it's warming up more stuff is happening i feel like during the winter it's always like nothing's happening (laughs) Mm -hmm. so honestly there i haven't really even looked at book sales anymore i don't know why I just don't. I I don't feel the need. If I'm going to buy a book, I'm actually more likely to go and buy it at Wild Geese. Wild Geese or Thrift Books. books Or Half Price. I'll I'll just go into the store now. I have no desire to go hunting like I used to do. No. Especially because, like, I keep trying to get rid of books. So Mm. why am I going to come home with 27 more? Like, no. If I want a book, I'm going to grab a couple at a time. I'm going to read those Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Before I do that. Yeah, I feel like our, our taste and how we how we handle things has, has changed a lot. But um, the only... Th- <laughs> so there was nothing happening in Netflix in May, which I thought was really bizarre. It yeah. was really like reruns or like second seasons are coming out. Mm-hmm. HBO wasn't producing anything new. Stars wasn't producing anything new. We are actually going to have some downtime on Disney+. Plus. Um, we're not going to get anything new in the Marvel world until June. No, but are you watching Mighty Ducks? Not yet. It's so good. Please I need to. I need to pick it up. Um, but the only interesting movie that I am probably going to go pay money for is Cruella. May 28th. I don't know. I haven't decided. I really <sighs> haven't decided. I'm just going to do it. I'm you gonna are? do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I took the day off. I might as well just go to the theater. Did you take the day off for Cruella? No, I oh, originally okay. took it off because I was just like, I just want to have a four-day weekend for Memorial Day. Yes. 
and I'm just going to go ahead and take that day off anyways. <laughs> Do it. Um, there's three books, though, that I wanted to talk about that are coming out in May. The first one is the newest Emily Henry, and that is The People We Meet on Vacation, which comes out May 11th. Um, oh, goodness. I... I loved Beach Read from her last oh, year. Oh, that, yep. Yes, and this one uh, is supposed to be even better. Uh, it's supposed to have, like, a, a When Harry Met Sally kind of vibes to it, which I love. So, uh, if you're a Book of the Month member, you got this a month in advance. Mm -hmm. So, um... We'll just put that as a little, like, splurb in there. Become a Book of the Month member. You'll get, you know, a lot of interesting books ahead of time. Yeah. But basically the premise for that is you have two friends, Poppy and Alex, um, who were kind of like childhood friends. They grew up together. They would go on vacation, you know, every summer with each other. However, uh, two years ago, a fateful incident happened to basically ruin their friendship and they've since not gone on any, they haven't spoken to each other, they haven't, you know, done anything with each other. Poppy has hit a rut in her work and has decided to try to make a one last attempt to reach out to Alex and go on one last vacation. So that's kind of what this kind of details. So yeah. I'm kind of, I have this on my, t my, in my TBR pile, but I don't know if I'll make it to it or not in May. The other one that comes out also on May 11th is A Special Place for Women, and it's supposed to kind of be like a thriller, and you know how I'm sorry, like, slowly getting yeah. into those, so I put that on my kind of to-watch list. Um, its blurb is, it's a book club like no other, only the most important women receive invitations, but one daring young reporter is about to infiltrate the female-run secret societies who's beluging? I don't know. What the heck is that? What? Beluging. Oh, beguiling. Okay, I'm sorry. Tangent for five seconds. That is not a word. Beguile? Okay, beguile is. Beguiling doesn't even sound like a word. But it is. I know it <laughs> is, but like, I'm sorry. My dyslexic brain is going, that's not English. <laughs> that's not even, like, that's somebody gibberishly made up just to, like, throw you off do you feel like there are certain words like or combinations of letters with your mm -hmm. dyslexia that are like harder for you yes okay yeah anything that has like a weird g thrown in the middle i'm like wait whoa 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 that... g q p what <laughs> yeah no the, yeah. that that is a thing so like g's that are supposed to be silent but not silent that are in words um in anytime I see a C and a Q next to each other, sometimes that'll throw me for a loop. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so bizarre. And the we, the crazy thing with my dyslexia that I haven't seen with some other people that I've ran into is that my, the way my dyslexia works is that uh, you could throw up a word in front of me. And for some reason, either a letter will disappear. Mm -hmm. It'll, like, just disappear in my line of sight how I'm trying to pronounce it or it's like i'll see it but my brain won't register it yep and i skip 
over it. Yeah, I don't think that that's weird at all. Oh, Uh, well, thank you. Well, I'm just saying that there's a couple people that I also know with dyslexia have said something similar along the lines Mm -hmm. of like, I see it. I know that it's it's there. there. I know it. But when I go to say it out loud, my brain doesn't fire it out the way that I want to. It's so. it's either it's like our neurons won't detect yep how we're supposed to see it and pronunciate it. Anyway, finish your sentence okay. with beguiling. Beguiling members are caught up in a dark and treacherous business. I thought it was cool. That it's a all good. pink cover. Okay. So there's that. I don't know. I just was like I want to try more. So I'm trying I was like, I'll put that on my yeah. my little spotlight. See, maybe if I go pick it up, maybe I won't. Who knows? This next one, though, I might honestly buy just for the cover itself. What? It's called Take Me Home Tonight, and it's the new Morgan Madison book. That cover. Mm-hmm. It wow. takes place in New York City for a one night. It's be- It follows... Two women, and it's the tagline is that it is Ferris Bueller's Day Off meets Nick and Nora's Infinite <gasps> Playlist and a romp through the city that never sleeps. From the New York best best ah, the New York Times best selling author since you've been gone, Morgan Matson. That as soon as you I said know Ferris, Ferris Bueller, Bueller and oh. Nick and Nora, yes. I'm yes. I'm so hyped for this, and even if it is a cover buy, I will I will no shame this. I don't even know if that's going to be the heart because I've seen two different covers. I've seen this cover, and then I've seen another cover, and I don't like the other one. It's yeah. it's just like a cityscape, and then it has like the kind of like neon lights kind of yeah. look. But this one I like. You have the cityscape kind of in the background, and then in the forefront you have two women. Holding their hands clasped up over their heads. But it's all neon everything. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I like that. It's amazing. This one, if I don't, since I already already own People We Meet on Vacation, since I do subscribe to Book of the Month, if out of those two, I probably would, I would probably buy Take Me Home Tonight, which comes out May 4th. Yes. So, and. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. And also with you. <laughs> Just Catholic size it. And with you. Oh well I guess now it's and with your spirit though. I, I haven't been to mass in a hard it. minute, so Ab- Abby used to complain about that. Like and I think there's a comedian that has a joke about it, like he hadn't been to Mass in forever, mm. but he told his parents that he always had, and then he got really confused because instead of saying, and also with you, they said, and with your spirit, and then his parents knew he hadn't mm. been going to Mass. Like, oh, it's John Mulaney. It's John Mulaney. Oh, okay, oh okay, God, okay. He's really funny. He's but. a funny guy. So, yeah, though, that's kind of like what's happening May. I don't understand why May is not having more things. I feel like May always has more to it for some reason. Welcome to COVID 2021. That's the thing. I feel like the world is like coming around a bend and that COVID isn't, I mean, it's still a big issue. Let's not sugarcoat it. It, It's still a big issue. Like my husband always likes to point out, we're going into wave five. It's now developed a whole new string. And I'm just like, that's good to know i guess look here's here's my feelings on it and like you guys can agree or disagree i i think everybody has their own opinion mm. everyone is entitled to live their life how they see fit okay 
But at this point, we are two years into this pandemic, and I miss normalcy. There will never be normalcy, Megan. I know what you mean. But, like, if you are willing to, please go get vaccinated. Please wear your mask when you're around the elderly and Mm -hmm. and other people that are more susceptible to it. Whether or not you get vaccinated, Mm -hmm. it's not about you catching it. It's about what you could possibly be carrying Mm -hmm. and continuing to spread. I am so ready to not have to wear a mask every meeting that I go to. I'm so ready for Ryan not to have to wear a mask all 12 hours at work. And I'm... Mask me. I'm ready for that to be gone. I would like (laughs) to go... I forgot that was a thing. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so bad for me, at least. I forgot that saying was a thing. I mean, I I don't want to have to go all the way back to my house because I forgot my mask because I washed it. And now I have to go all the way back to my house from the gas station because I forgot to grab my mask and I can't go in. Like, Mm. I I miss going to concerts and I miss, oh my god, I miss concerts so much. I miss the movie theater. I I mean, the movie theater is technically open. I know. I'm gonna go. But, so, all I'm saying, guys, is, like, if you feel comfortable with it, I would really appreciate you all getting vaccinated and staying safe. Because the more of us that do this, whether or not you think it's a hoax, the quicker things are going to get opened back up. And after two years of this, I'm ready for it. I'm I'm I mean, just, I'm ready for it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm, I'm ready for us to try to take the, whatever, whatever the next step forward for our country and, and for the world is. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like you. I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, I wish there was more, I don't know, maybe that's just me and I, I just, I don't feel like, okay, so you know how when you get your flu shot, like, I feel like the information on where to get your flu shot and, you know, what options you have for the flu shot, because it is such a already well-known vaccine, Mm -hmm. it has been out there for years and years and years, there's so much information out there for it, and you can make the decision whether or not you want a live vaccine, a non-live vaccine, like what, you know, pretty much you don't have to worry about who made the damn thing at this point. Yep. But, like... For the COVID vaccine, I've literally, like, had people in my job have said, oh, I got the J&J one and this yada, yada, yada happened. Or I got the, I forget what the name of the other one is. I got Pfizer. Yeah. um, And Abby had that. And her first shot was fine and so was mine. And her second shot, she had 102 degree fever for two days. Yep. So I'm not really looking forward to that. I mean, the J&J shots got the Moderna. Yeah, the J&J shot is what everybody in my company has been getting because that's the one readily available to us. And also, a lot of people want it because it's only a one and done instead of a mm-hmm. twofer. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know. But then again, everybody that's at my work has literally said, I think that they're going to have to now have a booster shot because it's a one and one and one and doneer. That just like um, the hepatitis B yep. shots when we were teens, you would get your initial shot and then like six, six months, months later, later, you had to get your booster for it. Yep. Um. I think that was the last actual, like, crazy vaccine that I ever had to get. And then after that, you would just get the flu shot. I think that was the last one. So, like, that's that's so nuts. I know. And I I feel like we're at a point in our history where, like, our kids are going to grow up and they'll be like, Grandpa, what was it like during the pandemic of 2020? Oh, God. 
Do you realize that? That they're going to ask us about that? Because they're going to well, learn about I'm that not in school. I'm having kids. I'm gonna have, your kids are going to ask me that. I don't well, know. You know what I, but you know what I mean. Like, we're, we're literally living through a historical moment right now. And, like. Oh, my gosh. I don't. I don't know. See, and that just literally makes me stop and think about, like, everything that my husband... My lo- my husband loves to quote Fight Club. And there's a line <laughs> in Fight Club that he swears up and down by that is so true. And it's um, when... Not Ben Affleck. With, uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Are you thinking of Edward Norton? No. The You're other thinking one. of Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. There you go. I don't know why I thought Ben Affleck and Brad Pitt mm. look similar, but apparently they do in my brain. Mm, okay. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I'm not saying they do, but my brain, for some reason, said those two men <laughs> are the same person. <laughs> the same person. Um, it, and it's it's early in the scene, and he's talking to them how, like, our generation is the un, undetermined generation mm-hmm. and how, you know, we will never have anything amazing happening to us. We will not have any great wars. We will never do anything noteworthy. I'm sitting here going, we just made it through a pandemic ass hat. What and, now? I mean, we've literally been in a war since I was like five. So yeah, but that's not a great war. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 like yeah, you, but... we've not, we haven't done anything noteworthy as a generation or something like and I'm like, I'm kind of like, okay, I can kind of understand that we're 90s kids. We didn't really, our generation hasn't had the opportunity yet to do anything. So I I don't feel like when he states that, I'm like, yeah, we haven't, we haven't had our, haven't had our turn to bat yet. We're getting ready to, yeah. we're lining up, it's coming. And I can only wait to see what my generation is going to be able to do for this country. Um. Am I scared? Heck yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I have to do some, I have, my generation has to step up and do something because yep. if it doesn't, this pandemic is going to keep going. So, I mean, once again, everybody is entitled to live their lives as they see fit. But if you are not getting vaccinated, just please make sure that you are at least socially distancing, wearing your mask where it, yeah. it's still required. You know, don't go see grandma with, yeah, without if you, being if you vaccinated, feel, you know. Yeah, if you have any of the symptoms, or even if you don't think you have symptoms, but you're just not feeling great, don't go out. I've been, even, I, I got vaccinated. I've been exposed four separate times by people that I know for a fact have COVID currently, uh-huh. and I never ended up getting it. That does not mean that I was not a, You weren't contaminated. Uh, yeah, that doesn't mean I wasn't a carrier, and mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. So, I mean, I I didn't see my grandparents for a year. Yeah. It it sucked and I don't want that to continue. So please just be safe out there everybody. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I wanted to end that, but that's how it went. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some interesting things to look forward to in May. Mm-hmm. Some not interesting things to look forward to yeah. in May. Pick up Queen's Peril if you want to read along with us. Yeah. Um it is available on Thrift Books. I just bought my copy. So let's <laughs> <laughs> look i'm a little bit behind uh but i read fast so yeah. we're gonna be fine okay um so go pick it up and read along with us always tweet at us email mm-hmm. us whatever you want you can find us at wine and Died pod mm-hmm. on everything except for facebook we are not on there um but yeah i'm megan and i'm ashley and this and is this wine, wine and dine, dine.